There are a lot of things on fifth graders' minds, from saving the planet to scary animals. But on today's episode of the pod class, we are talking about mysteries from history with three students from Coverly Elementary in Long Beach, California. Meet Sam, Connor, and Cody. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi. I'm so happy to have you here. This is spooky. This this uh, particular uh, subject matter, we're talking about mysteries from history, and I think we're starting off with a really good one. Sam, I hear you have a tale to tell about a little hamlet called Roanoke. Yes, I do. Okay, tell me all about it. Like, it sounds like a nice place, right? This is, uh, when was Roanoke sort of established? When, what, what time period are we talking here? The... Late 1500s, about 1580s. Okay. And how, how many people about, you know, lived in Roanoke in its prime? Do you um, know? Around 100 to 200 people over the span of about five years or so. And what exactly what were they doing there? Like, why, why had they landed in Roanoke? They had landed there to try to create a so-called new world and they originally went there because they wanted to claim land before the Spanish did because they're the British. They wanted a new world, but that, that world was already kind of occupied by uh, local indigenous tribes, correct? Yes. Okay. What, What were conditions like in Roanoke? Was it a nice vacation town? Was everybody laying back in hammocks and, and, and downing fruity drinks? From what I can tell, it was pretty much just nature at that time. So, Connor, Cody, have you ever heard of Roanoke before Sam brought it up to you? No, I haven't. Um, I've actually heard of it once. All right. Yeah, I think I've come across it a few times, but I've always heard that there's a mystery revolving it, but maybe not exactly what happened. So, Sam, all these people are in Roanoke. What happens next? So they're in Roanoke Mm -hmm. and a few of the people go back to recruit more people to go. Okay. So there's a group left behind. Yes. And as the group of people who got more people came back, they realized that some of the people went missing. Oh, when you say some, how many? Um, I think almost all the people went missing. Okay, so they came back and this place that they had established and put a lot of work into was now basically abandoned. Yes. Like, what was their explanation for what had happened? If if there were if there was someone left, they would have said, oh, yeah, they all went down to the stream or they all moved two miles that away. So when they came back, what was the mystery? The mystery was that it was in like very good. The, vi- the village was in great condition, but. The odd part was nobody was there. So their theory of what happened is the indigenous people or the Native Americans um, killed them. So they had had some sort of conflict while the one group had been gone. But if you fig- you kind of figure if they had had an altercation, Roanoke wouldn't have been left in such a nice condition, right? Right. You would think like if you're have if you have a big problem, you would leave evidence of that behind. So are there any other theories to what have might have happened to all these people? Not that I know of. Okay. Right but, now. 
not that you know, right? Because it does lend credence to some idea of, all right, a lot of people disappear and it looks like nothing happened. Could that be supernatural? You know, could they have gone someplace different? Were they ever found again? Did aliens abduct them? Yeah. So, <laughs> like, they're living in the 15th century. So, a lot of this alien thing, I don't think was as, like... As prevalent at the time. Yes. Say. Okay. So, that might be a more modern theory of crackpots like myself. Have you ever heard the term crackpot before, no. Sam? No. Okay. <laughs> It means a person with goofy theories, and I'm chock full of them. Um, so it is it is weird to think about all these people disappearing at once. Cody, do you think you would ever, you know, visit Roanoke? Are you are you spooked by the idea? Yeah, I'm pretty spooked by the idea that they that they all died, but I don't think I want to go visit there. Sam, what would have happened to the people who didn't disappear? Like, how do you think this would have turned out differently if the people of Roanoke were there when that exploratory group came back? It would have been a lot different um, because what would have probably happened is they've probably, like, start a colony there. I mean, they did technically, but not really. So they would have started a colony and that would have made American history, like, so much different it would have been centered in virginia rather than up in in new england and massachusetts and whatnot right yeah so that's one big difference sam we didn't say at the top but where exactly is roanoke located in, in virginia in virginia or what we know now is virginia i guess okay now that you have investigated roanoke are you too spooked to ever visit there i mean totally yeah because even after those two expeditions, even more people went missing. What? Wait a second. It's getting it's getting even creepier. You mean even more people went missing after that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How many when people went missing this, this next time? Um, I think it was around 20 to 50 people. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, that makes me very, very nervous. Of course, I, I'm not an explorer in, in, in the 16th century. Uh, that, that helps. I, I, have, I have a phone. That probably helps. You guys have parents. That probably helps. So now we're going to travel from Roanoke, Virginia, uh, out to the Atlantic Ocean to another mysterious locale that Connor's going to tell us all about. So, Connor, uh, what are you here to illuminate? Well, I think the Bermuda Triangle is the greatest mystery in history. Okay, things are getting spooky here. So, uh, when it comes to the Bermuda Triangle, Connor, what what is the big problem? I mean, it, it's it's a really unique shape. I like triangles. What's the problem? Some people they just fly, or they're going on a raft or something in the area, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they just go missing. Like, no one has any evidence about anything. So we have another going mystery problem here, and this one's in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Is there, like, a period of time where the Bermuda Triangle, you know, starts to become known as a place where people disappear? The first person disappeared, they were sailing across in the 1700s, but 
the the main area where people start disappearing is um, in the 19th century from 1920 to 1970. When people are sailing there, where are they traveling to and from? Um, I would say in the 17th century, it would be mostly um, either traveling to the colonies or um, picking up like goods like sugarcane or something. Sure, you know, rum stuff like that. So they're they're going to to the the colonies. They're coming to the early states, um, and they're also traveling to places like what uh, Bermuda, Puerto Rico, that sort of area. Yes. When this starts to happen, what are some of the theories that people start to come up with for the reason why this one area seems to cause or is is a correlation with people disappearing. Well, a popular theory is aliens come and abduct the people. <laughs> We've already gone down the alien route once in this episode, but now they're <laughs> rearing their head again. So what, what are some other ones that maybe, you know, aren't Roanoke related? People think sea monsters, they swim under the ocean, and then when a ship comes, they just jump up and eat them. Okay, like a, like like your krakens, they come on up and they say, "Oh, these people look tasty," and they take them apart, and they're never seen again. Yeah, pretty much. Oh my goodness! All right, what about any other mystery in this area? What? Why else do people think that the Bermuda Triangle is cursed? Uh, some people think Atlantis is in the area of it, and they're. Who knows what people go and think they're going to attack them. And so they go attack, get the ship, and leave no evidence behind. There's another thing that's sort of a a bit of a myth or something that has yet to be proven. That there once was this kingdom of Atlantis that sank into the sea. But everyone there kind of adapted to being able to breathe uh, salt water and still, you know, continue to raid ships for sugar cane. Yeah. Okay. And they could reach planes too, because that's the other thing. It's beyond just sailing, right? Planes have disappeared there? Yes. Um, there are a lot of military planes, like uh, flight tests on some of the new aircraft. Mm-hmm. And one of the last theories aren't like any made up alien things. It's that the magnetic fields make the, the compass like act different. They just go and crash. Yeah. They crash into the ocean. You lose fuel. I mean, early aircraft, you were always kind of guessing how much fuel you had. If you're crossing the entire Atlantic, maybe you come up short. I mean, there's lots of rational explanations too, correct? Yes. Okay. So how many people about have they estimated have gone missing in the Bermuda Triangle? They think over a thousand people have gone missing. So there seems to be like a, a simple way to avoid it, and that's by probably avoiding it? Yes. Okay. Uh, so let's ask the same question of your other two pod mates here. Sam, would you ever visit or sail or fly over the Bermuda Triangle? Yes, I would. You would? You daredevil you. You don't have any fear. 
I mean, there's always a little fear to everything. Sure. Yeah. But what I would do is I'd bring some sort of camera uh-huh. that automatically sends like video sure. to some something on land. It's always connected to the cloud, you're saying? Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Well, you have a very reasonable, you know, let's hope that technology works because it didn't work for some people flying over the area. Uh, Cody, what about you? Would you ever fly or sail through the Bermuda Triangle? I would not, but I would actually like build some robots just just for them just to dive down there and see what we could see if there's any other mysteries down there. I think that's a great idea. Build some robots. See what's under the ocean. I like this idea going forward. this is We're going to solve that mystery, Cody. You're going to lead the way. All right. Speaking of which, Cody, you have a very intriguing mystery for us. Uh, what are we talking about? We are talking about the Pyramids of Giza, as you might already know, because it's not really actually a mystery, but the mystery to the Pyramid of Giza is inside the pyramid. Okay, so we're not really talking about the exterior. We're talking about all the inner workings inside of it. So what is specifically interesting about the Pyramid in Giza? Is that about... About last year in October, we actually found a new chamber above the king's chamber inside of the pyramid. Well, that's pretty interesting because we have all this new technology and it might, I assume it's kind of, it might be a little bit dangerous or difficult to actually explore these areas, you know, with people. Yeah. It's, so they had to put a robot inside that long, small tunnel. And they are, and the robots are walking in there trying to find out if there's any other treasures. Oh, okay. So in Giza, we had thought we had found everything inside this pyramid. And then lo and behold, they find a completely new rooms, right? Uh, they actually have found like a secret room at the top of the pyramid. Pyramid, they actually saw that it was actually a burial chamber for one of the king's sons. Oh, okay. And somebody already stole from it, even though it was filled with filled with heavy limestone. All the treasure was always stolen from the chamber. That makes you wonder if someone had triggered some sort of booby trap. Or something, or it had been built to close itself off. Do you think that's possible? They're still trying to find out that mystery of how a guy had broken into that chamber, even if it was two meters okay. deep. Wow, that's crazy. And so when you say there's lime, limestone up there, you could get the impression that it might be a couple blocks. But I hear that it's it, there's a lot of limestone at the top of this pyramid, right? So about five tons each of limestone up that pyramid at the top. I mean, can you imagine trying to lift limestone to the top of a pyramid? Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, Sam, if I said, can you come over? I ha- I just need to move five tons of limestone. I'll buy pizza. Would you come over and help me? No. No? I'm, I'm buying pizza. You better buy a big pizza. <laughs> well, I just might buy a big pizza now that I know. Um, how about you, Connor? 
Are you going to help me move some limestone? Heck no. Oh, man, you guys are not reliable for any of this. All right, so Cody, I got a question for you. What is your theory about uh, how the treasure was stolen? Like, how do you think that person got in and out of there? My theory is that he grabbed the pickaxe with some friends and actually dug through the limestone. Because since they found that chamber, they found lots of holes inside the limestone. Okay, now that's a great theory. Um, And I forgot to ask you, Cody, uh, about when in history was this pyramid built? Do Do you know? So it's about... 2550 to 2490 BC. Okay, so it's a long time ago. Wow. Man, people are incredible, really, when you think about it. I mean, Cody, could you ever imagine building your own pyramid? Not not really. Really, you're actually doing a pyramid that big with five tons each of limestone. Yeah, uh, that, that sounds very intimidating to me. So, Cody, if you ever had the opportunity to crawl inside a pyramid in Egypt, would you do it? I think I would. Yeah? You're not afraid? Well, I think I would with a robot that because... Inside the pyramid, there have been a lot of falling rocks because the limestone is crumbling. Sure, sure, yeah. So you're big on the robot exploration. That that seems to be a go-to for you, and I like it. All right, Sam, question for you. Would you ever crawl inside an ancient Egyptian pyramid? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You're not, you're not like, see me, I'm like, I get creeped out by tight spaces that I just, blah, 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 blah. I get shivery and crazy just thinking about it. You don't have a problem with that? No, I mean, I don't think I'd have a problem with that. I'm pretty short, so I think it seemed pretty big to me, to be honest. And you don't even have to be promised pizza to do it. No, I mean, okay. I would like to be <laughs> promised pizza, but... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what Egyptian pizza is like. Maybe it's delicious. Uh, hey, Connor, would you crawl inside an ancient Egyptian pyramid? Would anyone be with me? No, we're sending you in alone with a flashlight and a radio. Then no. Okay. What about if we send in a robot that has pizza? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Uh, let's hope that we all don't disappear before this episode sees the air. Uh, thank you so much for investigating this stuff for us, uh, Sam, Connor, and Cody. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I'm so happy you are all here. So for myself and everyone else uh, from the pod class, bye-bye, everybody. This episode was made possible in part by a grant from the National Geographic Society's COVID-19 Remote Learning Emergency Fund for Educators.